So what is Conversations with Coriel all about? It's a weekly series on a wide variety of topics, from the metaphysical to the philosophical, from the erotic to the exotic, from the mystical to the spiritual. It's all about showing you how to enhance your life. And I'll also be showing you ways on how you can enhance your animals' lives too. I'll be joined by host Kevin McDonald. I'm happy to have you here. Now let's have a conversation. And welcome everybody to Conversations with Coriel. That's her. That's her down there, the one with the smile on her face. Well, everybody's got a smile on their face, which is great. <laughs> which is great. And she's sitting in the cafe just relaxing and enjoying herself. And it's great to see you, Coriel. How are you this week? Oh, you got me in mid-drink. No, I'm doing good. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing really, really good. Uh, it's been busy. The full moon last week really brought in some interesting, interesting things, uh, for sure. Especially a lot of animals who are in the middle of transitioning or about to transition or, or things like that there. So it was very um, emotional week, but good. It, it was good. Well, that's that's awesome. And uh, we have a special guest today, don't we? We do. We do. We absolutely do. And her name is Dawn White. And uh, she's an extraordinary human being. She's one of my longtime clients. We've been working together with her cats for the last about six years now. And um, what I'd like to do, though, before I get we bring this in to the, the show is I'd like to just make sure that everyone knows that this show is going to be dedicated to an amazing dog. And if I can get through this without crying, it's going to be a good show. So an amazing dog, uh, his name is Willem Dakota. And Willem is uh, a Great Dane. You might have heard me talk about him on other shows, especially when I was talking about the shadows and um, healing he was the first client dog animal I did uh, shadow work on. And I'll be talking more about shadow work because I want to do next, next week's show. Guess what that's going to be on? It's going to be on shadows. And uh, we'll also be talking a little bit about shadows in this show with Lola. But Willem uh, had an extraordinary um, session with me where I delved into uh, healing his body, then went to his chakras and then went to another level that I'd never been through before. And that was the shadow level. And um, he had extraordinary results from, uh, from not being able to walk to all of a sudden being able to walk. And he is an extraordinary, beautiful dog uh, who's helped many people because he is a, he is a big part of a wellness center called AgeWell MD in in Colorado, and uh, Willem is going to be making his transition this Friday, and um, I am extraordinarily honored to have had him in my life as a client, and uh, to be able to do here it comes, and to be able to do that shadow work has transformed so many animals' lives in the small amount of time I've been doing it. So I would like to dedicate this show to him. <clears throat> and I would like to give you a virtual hug. Thank you. I would like to give the hug to his people, Kathy and Hope, um, beautiful, beautiful women uh, who uh, uh, honor me and who support the work that I do. And uh, so thank you. I want to give a virtual hug to Kathy and to Hope, too. Well, very good. By the way, if you are listening to this show, hi, Lisa, for tuning in. Uh, she says, hello, Dawn. Uh, you can, you can uh, uh, comment by uh, uh, going into the chat sec- section. If you have a question for either of these fine lazy- ladies as we go along, you can do that. And in the meantime, what I'm going to do is uh, turn the show over to Coriel and uh, just kind of sit back and listen a little bit. So, Coriel, take it away. Well, you can also answer, ask questions because you got some really great questions a lot of the times, Kevin. I will. One of the things I love about you. So I 
am just going to introduce Dawn White, who is, like I said before, an amazing person. She's got two amazing cats who I've been working with for uh, a number of years now. And um, we wanted to share the extraordinary uh, story of Lola and um, her journey with being rescued and her journey, which still blows me away, with her healing. And she's come through an extraordinarily hard chronic issue that um, a lot of the vets weren't that she went to weren't even sure that she was going to be able to make it. And she did. Um, And Dawn has dedicated her life to these animals. She's an award-winning author. Um, She's an amazing writer. And uh, I'm just going to bring her in. So hello, Dawn. Hi, Coriel. Thank you. Thank you for that introduction. Thank you for having me. And first I want to say I'm so sorry about Willem and send my love to his people. Thank you. They're listening. So thank you. So I send my love to them. So Lola, um, Lola was found in a dumpster in December of 2010. And she was taken to the city shelter. And according to her records, her health was okay. She was fine. And she weighed about five pounds. And she was maybe about six months at the time, six months old. And while she was in the shelter, she got the dreaded shelter cold and she became severely ill. Um, There's a picture of her in the shelter. It's on our about page. If you go to our blog, lolatherescuedcat.com, it's right on the about page, her shelter picture. And she's a hot mess. She's got food all over and mucus on her nose and on her whiskers and Nose is full of snot. And um, she was pretty much knocking on death's door. The, you know, I don't really think she would have made it if somebody hadn't pulled her. And she was pulled and rescued from the shelter by an amazing woman named Leslie Kaufman, who owns On All, Four, on All Fours Cat Sitting. It's a cat sitting business in New York City. Uh, Le- Leslie is an amazing person, and we've become good friends through all of this as well. Wow. And if Leslie didn't pull her, she, she wouldn't have made it. So Leslie took her to her vet um, in Manhattan, Dr. Plotnick, who I've always said, I started going to him as well, the best vet in Manhattan, who since retired, unfortunately. But she took her to Manhattan Cats and Dr. Plotnick, and uh, she was sick. She was a very, very sick little girl. Uh, luckily, she was in the best hands and she was getting the best care. And immediately they took the best care of her and did their best to get her better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was on Facebook one night because I was looking for somebody to help me trap a stray that was wandering around my building. Mm-hmm. And I came across Leslie's page for her business. And I said, oh, let me check this out because I need a cat sitter. And right on the page, there was Lola's picture the shelter picture. And I was drawn to it. I was drawn to it immediately. And I said, well, let me write about this cat. I said, that's horrible. Who could, who could do that? Who could throw a cat away like that? That's terrible. So I just read about her and I started sharing her picture, you know, to try to find her a home. And then I wrote to Leslie and I said, you know, I, I think I'd like to meet her. You know, I'd just like to come and meet her. Cause I had seen somebody else went to meet her as well. So I said, oh, let me, let me go, you know, meet this cat. And I went to meet her at Manhattan Cat Specialist. And, I, you know, like two minutes or maybe even like 30 seconds later, I said, okay, I want to adopt her. Um, that was it. I mean, it was meant to be. It was like I met her I'm like, okay. I didn't know anything about taking care of a sick cat. <laughs> Knew nothing. And she was better than she was when she first went into the hospital, yeah. but she was so sick. She had no voice. She couldn't meow. Her nose was raw. It was bleeding. When she, her eyes were goopy and terrible. Um, and every time she breathed, she, snot bubbles, like her, she was so congested. It was, it was snot bubbles. And she wiped her little snotty nose all over me. 
and said, okay, you know, you're mine now. And that was it. And I adopted her. So about a week later, I brought her home. And uh, she was still sick on medication, had to be separated from Lexi for quite a while. And my boyfriend and I just took care of her and really nursed her back to health as best as we could. Can I ask something? How was her energy? Did she have any energy? The first I mean, I can't breathe. I imagine that. Yeah. The first, there's also another, there's also another picture of her. It's in one of my most recent blog posts. She's uh, sleeping in a little bed. And I think on, on, I had started a Facebook page for her um, when I brought her home because uh, people wanted to follow her story. So I started a Facebook page and I did daily updates in her voice And I remember posting that picture and the caption I wrote for that picture was, you know, basically, you know, I don't have much energy, so I'm just going to sleep in my bed today. So she didn't have much energy in the beginning at all, but she was just so compliant. You know, I could do anything, give her any medicine, you know, she would jump on my lap. When she when she was able to jump on my lap, it was a big thing. I'm like, oh, she had enough energy to jump from the floor up to my lap. And um, so she recovered enough where I was able to bring her out and introduce her to Lexi. And our first year together, I don't know how many times we were back at the vet. A lot of times. And I was using a vet in Queens. And I just was not satisfied that she was getting the best care. So I decided to go back to Manhattan and take her back to Dr. Plotnick in Manhattan because I felt that's where she was going to get the best care. And I I was right. She did. They, you know, he was amazing there with her and um, really worked with me in getting her up to her optimal health level. See, I think that's so important. I think people, you gotta, it's like anything. You gotta feel it. If you yeah. don't feel, it's not to say that anything is wrong with your vet, but if you don't feel into it and it doesn't feel like a hell yes, that's not the vet for you. No. And you need to you need to really like honor that and stop coming from place ahead. Well, everybody goes to him. I don't care if everybody goes to him or her. It, if you're not feeling them, it, then you're you're you got to honor that because that means that you're you're intuitively you know, picking up that your animal is not lined up with that. Yeah. So bravo for, for yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. I said, you know, and I live in Queens and I said, I don't care. I'm going into Manhattan. I don't care. So we went back to Dr. Plotnick and after the first year, um, we were on another vet visit and, you know, he diagnosed her with chronic sinusitis from the respiratory infection that she had. And, you know, we made the decision together that we can't keep, we couldn't keep medicating her and giving her antibiotics because eventually she would develop an antibiotic resistant infection. So I learned to tell the difference between sneezes and stuffy noses that were her chronic sinusitis and sneezes that required a vet visit. So I learned to tell that difference. And so from there that, you know, that's where we took it. So I, we stopped running to the vet only when I knew and I felt it was necessary for her to go. So I, I learned to be in tune with, with that, with her. So after that, she, um, she stabilized mm-hmm. quite a bit, you know, and, you know, she still had, you know, the runny nose and she would be congested. And um, during that time, you know, I still kept my Facebook page up, but there's Lexi. Yeah. <laughs> um, I kept my Facebook page up and there she is. Say hi, Coriel. Hey, Lex. And I, um, I wrote a book about Lola's story and it's her diary and it's written in her voice and it's all about her story from the time she was thrown in the dumpster through our, her first year of life in her forever home visits and her recovery and everything from the the first year of her life. Where where can we get the book? If somebody wants to get the book, 
the the book is called Lola Diary of a Rescued Cat and it's on uh, Amazon and any online bookseller. And if and anybody wants a personally autographed copy, they can go to our our website lolatherescuedcat.com and you know you can just email me and tell me you want a copy. Okay. Um so I put I put that together and that chronicled her first year. Wow. Yeah. That's- so um that was so she came to me in 2011 and then 2012 was when, you know, she kind of stabilized and she, you know, on and off stuffy nose, you know, breathing and I could hear the congestion in her chest. And I don't remember exactly when we, I started working with you. I don't remember. I was trying to look back, but it just seems like forever, but I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> feel, so for, forever in a good way, not like forever in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. So <laughs> we started working with you. Mm-hmm. And you know you you worked with her and you spoke to her and we did flower essences we did immune boost you did healings with her I did my own healings with her because I'm also an energy healer so I did my healings with her and she even got a little better yeah she got she got a little better her energy picked up um, the snots weren't as frequently I mean she would still have sneezes from time to time but she got even better yeah so the journey continued you know it was just like a continuous journey it wasn't like okay take this medication and then you're you're done it was ongoing from the day i brought her home mm-hmm. then in in november of 2017 she had her canine teeth removed and after that she went downhill yeah i remember she went downhill she had no energy. She was lethargic. She lost weight. Yeah. She went down to six pounds from eight and a half pounds to six pounds. Her fur was in terrible condition. It was lackluster. It was dull. It was rough. Um, and she just looked unhappy. She looked unhappy and her energy. Like when I think back at it now and trying to like, picture her energy uh-huh. it, it was it was dark it was kind of dark because yeah. um there was no happiness there yeah. there was no light yeah. um and she was snottier than ever the the snots and she was blowing snot bubbles again out of her nose and i hadn't seen that since she was in the hospital in 2011 mm-hmm. she really went downhill unfortunately my vet retired I was working with a new vet. I'm like, I'm not feeling this. <laughs> I'm not feeling it. Yeah. I went to another vet and I'm like, yeah, I'm not quite feeling this either. I said, time to go back to Corio. So we came to you and um, that's when a big change took place in her. During our sessions with you, because we had a, we had a few sessions, we actually right. had several sessions with you with her because this was not a one session kind of thing. She was that bad. I was actually worried. I didn't know. I was worried for her quality of life, and I was worried because I didn't know how long this was going to be. Yeah, how long can she last stay this way? Right. I remember. I remember when you when you contacted me. I think it was around two sixteen. Because I'm looking back and I have all these old photographs. I keep all the photographs for some reason. I just love photographs. Every photograph my clients sent me. So I have photographs going back to 2012. So your folder, the first folder is in 2017. But that was, I know that we contacted each other before that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I remember seeing the photo that you sent me. I remember looking at that and just saying, wow. I really hope that this this girl is so miserable. I really hope this doesn't. I'm not sure if she's if she's going to transition from this or not. And but I when I connected to her, I the, one of the first things I always do is I always connect to the animal and I find out some things. So one of the things is that I ask is the tough question: Is this is is your time coming? You know, and how I can adjust to help you with that, you know, or help that when I say you, I mean the animal. So help them with that. 
and no, she said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just miserable, but I want to feel better. So I was like, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, she, so she was on board. She lined up from the jump. Yeah. And um, so through your sessions, our sessions with you, what came up was to try alternative medicine with her because nothing else was working. And I couldn't find a vet. I couldn't find a vet that I, I could line up with that, I, that got it, I, you know. You know, here's an antibiotic. She's got already nose. No, no, that that's not what it is. I'm in tune with my my cat. I know that's it's not an antibiotic thing. There's something going on here. Yeah. Yeah. So, I you said alternative medicine. I'm like, let's do it. I'm I'm in. I'm in. Um, let's do it. So I researched and I found a wonderful holistic vet in New York, Dr. Barrett's from Tranquil Cause, and she's wonderful. Uh, part of the, her practice is acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine with cats. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I studied, I'm a, a licensed massage therapist and uh, in amongst the many hats I wear. And in school, you know, we do um, study a little bit of traditional Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. So I know how powerful it can be. And I said, this is, this is the vet I want. So I called her up and I did a consult on the phone. She said, bring her in. We started seeing um, about, so Lola had her teeth out in November of 2017. We started with Dr. Barrett's in about February or March of 2018. Uh And that's what saved Lola. That's what saved her. And it was our sessions with you and you leading us to holistic medicine. And the treatment she got from Dr. Barrett's is what saved her incrementally at every visit, you could see the improvement in Lola. So Dr. Barrett, you know, did um, the acupuncture and she gave Chinese herbs. You know, we went through a variety of herbs to try with her until we got to what she felt was the right combination for her. Mm-hmm. And um, Dr. Barrett was so patient with me because I would ask a million questions and she would tell me about the points she was using and why she was using the points and tell me about the herbs and, you know, cause I knew like, you know, this much of it, mm-hmm. so, you know, it was interesting to me, um, you know, and she explained everything to me. And so we went to her up until the shutdown in 2020. So the last appointment we had with her was a virtual one for, you know, some more herbs or, you know, we haven't been able to go back, but, at our last in-person appointment with Dr. Barrett's, which must have been maybe um, November or December of 2019, mm-hmm. before we shut down in 2020, um, she was amazed. She said, I can't believe the progress in her. She looks like a different cat. I can't believe this is the same cat you brought in. That's right. That's right. And she's, she's radiant. Now, if you think back to the words that she likes to use, yeah, you know, right. And sh- she's radiant. She has so much energy. She, her aff- and I remember explaining this to Dr. Barrett's. If you can describe an animal with, if you could describe an animal's affect, if you can say an animal has an affect, her affect is bright. She's, she's bright. She went from dull and depressed to, to bright. Um, there was a brightness in her eyes, energetic beyond belief. She went from six pounds back up to eight. She's just a little under eight pounds. So she put that weight back on and she keeps it on. She eats, she looks for food. Her coat is beautiful. Her fur is amazing. Her colors, the stripes in her fur stand out. They're just a beautiful color and she's silky soft. Silky soft. Great. And that's to say, you need to add those words to your list that I gave you for her because she's an energetic with a dash of rule breaker. So, yeah, I'll add that to the list. Radiant and light. Yeah. Well, she she wants to be my radiant ball of light. That's what she wants Mm -hmm. to be. It'll kind of make sense now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's the way it usually works. That's the way it usually yeah. works. You know, not to say, you know, she still gets a stuffy nose. She'll have a runny nose. You know, she, she's sneezy. 
but you know, compared to what she was, mm-hmm. she's a different cat. Yeah. And I would say she's healthy, you know. So yeah. she's got, a, you know, she's got some of the chronic issues that may or may not linger. I don't know. Right. Um, but she's healthy. I think it's important that people understand the word chronic because people get that confused with like acute and all this kind of stuff. But basically chronic is, I mean, if you look it up in the dictionary, it's persistent, it's long lasting, it's long term, it's constant. And she's not, you know, she's, she lined up with letting go of her issues and stepping into her well-being. Mm-hmm. And she essentially helped heal herself because she wanted to get better and she wanted to let go of it. And she didn't keep, you know, her, her issues like luggage. She, she wanted to let go and she wanted to let go. So she healed herself from a chronic illness, chronic, meaning all the time, constant. And she did that. I mean, I, it blows my mind. It just blows my mind how she, she, oh, she definitely like a lot of her healing came from within. Absolutely. It, it came Absolutely. from within, you know, yeah. I did my part and we worked with you, but any being, whether they're a human, an animal, it, you know, a lot of that healing comes from within. Yeah, absolutely. And Lola has healed herself on so many levels since the day I brought her home. Yeah. And I talk about it a lot in the years past on my Facebook page. Like our Facebook page is just a chronicle of her life and Lexi's life and their lives together. Yeah. Lexi who's staring at me right now. She knows I'm talking to you. <laughs> she does. Of course she does. Um, yeah, I think it, it's interesting. It's like, um, and I also want to say, here's, here's this, here it is. For animals, they're not attached to anything really wrong or, or right. What, it's just what they line up with and what feels right to them. So I, this is not a show about just like alternative medicine, although alternative medicine was her avenue to her healing. There are animals that line up with allopathic medications and medicine, and that's okay, whatever they line up with. But the point is, is that a lot of the times, if it's working and they line up with it, they're, they're, they let their stuff go. They're ready to heal. They're like, how do I heal? How do I step back into my river of well-being? How do I feel better? I want to feel better. I don't want to hang on to my my stuff. I don't want to hang on to my issues. It's not something that I I need to hang on. Humans, we define ourselves by them. Mm-hmm. You know, my this, you know, my cancer, my my, you know, diabetes. Um, I, you know, my, you know, chronic, you know, allergies. It's like, why would you want to own something like that? When they don't own their uniqueness, my uniqueness, I don't, you, you don't own that, but you want to own, you want to own allergies. Ah, no, don't own it. Animals don't own it. They're just like, this is not mine. This is the current situation. Now show me how the hell to get out of it. <laughs> and I will get out of it. But you got to show me how. Well, Lola really started healing herself emotionally um, like from the beginning. I I have a recent blog post in honor of her 10th adoption bursary that I wrote about lessons that I've learned from her. And that I love that post. Oh my God. That post made me started making me cry. So Lola went from hiding under the radiator and running into the bathtub anytime there was a noise in the hallway. And if somebody rang the doorbell, she was under the bed and you never saw her again. So people, hours after people left. She went from that to running to the door when it rings because she wants to see who's there. You know, and if there's a, a noise in the hallway, she's over. She's like, I want to know what's going on. I want to know. I want to know what's going on in the hallway. And, um, you know, to see her go from 
the, the frightened little thing that she was to the bravery that she shows is, is amazing. She embraced her aliveness. She embraced her wellness. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so important. If people want to know how to let go of their stuff, it's as easy. I was thinking about this the other day uh, or this morning, actually. I was thinking about humans like to say stuff is complicated. It's complicated. It's this is letting go of my stuff. Oh, it's complicated. Letting go of my, my, my stuff, my issues is complicated. You know, it's always humans are complicated. It's like, no, we're not. We're not. We're not that complicated. It's a matter of finding whatever technique it is that works for you to let go of your stuff. It's not complicated unless you make it. And, you know, people think, well, it's an animal. They're an animal, you know, so it's easier for them. It, it's, they just are tapped in to the simple fact of wanting to feel better and trusting in their stream or river of well-being. You know, I want, I know that there's a way out of this right now. This is the situation. Okay. I'm accepting it, but I'm not laying in it. So let's move on from it. What can I do to move on from it? It's very inspiring. So Coriel, if I could, if I could just ask, you are, uh, um, you communicated with uh, Lola at the very beginning. How has her communication with you changed over time? And is she feeling a lot more positive about life in the future than she did originally? See, that's what I told you. You ask great questions. There you go. <laughs> so that's true. Um, from the time that I first connected with Lola, um, there was just this um, overwhelming feeling, I remember, of just, what's the word? It's not desperation because it wasn't desperation, just this overwhelming feeling of wanting to feel better. It, it just, it was, you felt it from her. You 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 saw it in the, the photographs. She just was just so wanting, I guess desperate's the word for it, but it's not, it's negative to me. So I don't like that, but it's just, she was so engrossed in wanting to feel better. And um, today it's light years. It's it's like I, I mean we just finished our five or se- actually we did seven sessions together, Dawn, the last time, yeah. and it, it's like connecting to aliveness. It's like it's like she's like this little live wire. Again, she's an energetic, so there you go. But when you connect to her now, it's like she's hopeful. She's she knows, you know, her life purpose and living it with Dawn and doing the blog and and she's OK with that and reviewing the 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 products and being that. And and she wants to inspire. And she has this um, eagerness and enthusiasm now for life that it wasn't that it was there but it was very, it was muddled over other stuff, if that makes sense. Sure. So, Don, the, you're doing the blog. Does uh, Lola know that you're doing the blog, and, and do you feel? Yes, she does, uh, because there have been times when she's told Coriel that um, she thinks she should be featured a little bit more. <laughs> the diva, the diva Lola. Yeah. Rather than, you know, my product reviews or, you know, the other articles I write, you know, it should be more about her. (laughs) That that is so cool. That's kind of like tongue in cheek, though. She's, she's, you know, that that's, she's not like that. She really isn't. But it was more like, yeah, you can put, you can make me more if you want to. I'm not going to say no to that. Yeah. Yeah. I think they both know. I, you know, I set up things to review and they're both you know, running in and checking it out and posing for the pictures. And, you know, I, I, I think they both know. And the, the, to a couple, couple of things that uh, I wanted to ask Don, first of all, are there are actually cat sitters in New York city? 
Oh, yeah. oh tons and tons across the country. Yeah. I had no, I had no idea. I thought cats yeah. were good just all by themselves. No. <laughs> no. Oh, what happens what happens if you go away for two weeks? Yeah. You you put more food in their dish. <laughs> yeah, but somebody's gotta do it. You can't do it. You're away on, you know, in Tahiti or you used to be before the lockdown. Just get a bigger bowl. Big you know, big bowl. Big bowl. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. work. No, yeah, and um on all fours in my opinion, is uh, the best cat sitter in New York. Yep. I've heard good things about them, too. Yeah. Uh, wonderful. They're all wonderful. So this is something you need to know when you get a cat, Kevin, because yes. you are going to get a cat. I know. <laughs> you know. So. You, you have convinced me at one point. Yes. Well, I don't have to convince you. It's just the cat's going to find you. So I don't have to do nothing. Yeah. It's just the way it is. So, um, but yeah, I think the extra, this is what I wanted to show people, the extraordinariness. I can tell you and I can tell people until the cows come home um, that, you know, animals are incredible healers. But go to Lola's blog um read about it look at it look at what's happened to her and then you understand that animals are incredible healers they 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 heal us but they can heal themselves but it's like there has to be a willingness to let go of your stuff it can't i can't do anything for anybody unless you're willing to let go of your stuff and um and step into your 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 river of well-being and if you can't do that then you know i'll just wait until you're ready or if you're not never ready because it's free will and animals have free will just like anybody else so if i you know if i i and very rarely very rarely have i've gotten animals that said no i don't want to heal i want to stay in my own poop and just be unhappy for the rest of my life now there have been animals who've gone through traumatic abuse. And what happens there is their mindset is set to thinking that they're not worthy enough to, to be taken care of and to be cared for. But if I can work with them and help them through that mindset, through flower essences, animal communication, doing dyads with them, whatever, then they're willing to let go and they're willing to say, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Let's, let's do this. You know, did Lola ever talk about the, the time she spent in the dumpster or with the piece of crap that, that put her there? Are you talking to me or Dawn? Uh, either one. Go ahead, Not, much. Not much. Not much. See animals. Again, this is another thing that is to me inspiring. Okay, you want to know how to let go of your past and and how to work through your trauma and your drama and all this other kind of stuff. Okay, and I'm not belittling trauma. I'm not belittling it at all when I say drama and trauma. I'm just saying when you you all go through stuff, you want to learn how to do it, then look to your animals or look to an inspiring animal, animal like Lola or like Willem or the hundreds of other animals that have helped heal themselves from, from things because they do not let their past define them. It's so incredible. It's so incredible. They want to let go of their past. They, they say they inter, they've integrated it into who they are. So why do we need to keep on talking about it? I've moved on from it. And it always stuns me. And I understand that people want to do it. In Lola's case, it's different, okay? Because she wants to inspire. So she, Dawn needs to talk about her past. She's made peace with that. She's okay with it. But it's different the way Dawn does it, okay? She says, okay, this is what was. And now this is through this post. This is what is. And what we're, we're learning from. And it's inspiring, but what people have a tendency to do, thinking that they're God bless them, God bless them. They think they're doing the best they can do for their animal because it shows how strong their animal is. But 
they introduced their animal through their trauma. This is Bobo. Bobo was locked in a closet for 15 years. He didn't eat anything. He was slipped food under the door. He was beaten over the head with a whatever for whatever. And Bobo's just sitting there and he's like, here we go. You know, can we, can, you don't do that with your kids. You don't do that with another human being. This is my sister. From the age of, you know, 12 to the age of 15, she was sexually abused. Hi, nice to meet you. And it's like, why are you? Why would you do this with your animal? Move on, move, please move on. Somehow inspire, but then move on. But look at him today. Yeah, Bobo. Look at Bobo today. Bobo's happy. He's he's healthy. He's at peace. Please move on. <laughs> even even with Lexi, um, you know, when I would ask you to talk to her about, you know. Like, her past before because her, her owners moved away and dumped her outside and she would tell Coriel, no, that's, this is my life now. I don't think about that anymore. So I don't, I don't know anything. And that's fine. I don't need to. She said, no, my life. I don't talk about that anymore. So Don, when you, when you found Coriel, were you surprised at how good she is? Oh, come on. This could have embarrassed me. Um, No, she's, I guess I just expected her to be this good. I mean, I I expected her, I don't know, expected is not the right word. I just felt, I just felt like this is it. Like, I know she's going to be good. I found Coriel through another fellow blogger. She had done a reading for another blogger friend, and I read about it, and I said, and I just felt it. I'm like, no, I got to talk to her. Like, the connection was there before I ever spoke to her. Uh, I knew this is what we needed. Um, but yeah, the things, a lot of the things she does amazes me. And um, her knowledge about the animals amazes me. And, um, but I knew she was going to be good. <laughs> Thank you. But what, I mean, the, the things she knows and the things she tries and does and, and explains it's pretty amazing to be able to have that gift to be able to have that gift, to be able to give that gift to people mm-hmm. and their animals. Cause it's, it's truly a gift. Well, and she also, uh, if you don't mind my saying so, my dear, she also has got an incredibly deep feeling of love and compassion for all things. Mm-hmm. And she can, and that's why uh, Willem, is so heartfelt for you, uh, even though it may be his time and so forth, but it's still a horrible thing for you. Um, it's because you, you're you're so deep, and and you and you, the the love that you have for these animals is so so incredibly um, Im- great, you know. And you mm-hmm. want to help them, and they it's and gen- in turn they want to help you too. They do. That's why, you know, that's why I did the animal experience. Um, That show is all about the animals. All that information I learned about from the animals. And I'm not saying, that doesn't mean that that I'm saying that I'm not awesome. I'm awesome. Absolutely, I'm awesome. But um, the, the information that I learned from them over the years has just astounded me. I mean, it just astounded me. It's it's made life just so much better. And, you know, I still don't understand how people can not see how extraordinary animals are. And I'm not saying humans are bad and animals are good and, you know, all this kind of stuff. I don't get into that. But it just it, inspiring, inspiring. Every single day, they just want to be happy. Mm-hmm. Every single day, they look for their happy. They don't put their happy on hold. They don't say, well, you know, uh, I'll, I'll feel happy when. I'll feel happy when I lose the weight. I'll feel happy when I get that mole removed. I'll feel happy when I get my, my, my 
plastic surgery. I'll feel happy when uh, next Tuesday when I have a free free five minutes. They're like, no, no, I'm feeling happy right now. I'm feeling content. I'm feeling at peace. I'm feeling connected. What do I do in order to feel better? They're always looking to feel better. They're always looking for um, their joy. We can learn something. You want to get through COVID? Look to your animals. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing. So um, one of the things I think that was extraordinary was in almost the last session we we did the last in our last package, Dawn was, you know, there was this 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 feeling like there was just something that that Lola needed to help her really tap into her health a hundred percent almost. And I was like, oh, what is it? What is it? What is it? So I went through everything, you know, I went through flower essences. I went through this. I went through that. I mean, in my head, I went through it in, in nanosecond. And finally I realized that we, there was a, a dyad we did with her and the dyad that I did with her was there. They had two questions to it. And one question that I asked Lola was, tell me what health is. And then the second question was, tell me what health isn't. And we went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And she got more and more. I, I, I remember that towards the the end of the dyad, she 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 there was something that clicked. And one of her answers started changing all the answers after that. And the answer was, tell me what health is. And she said uh, something like ever present. So she was already starting to say, I'm, I'm healthy. I am healthy right now. I, it doesn't have to be something I have to look to find. I already have it. And she she clicked on that. And I remember the answers. There was a shift. And at the end, I wrote down what she says. She says, Lola says she thinks she's done. She thinks she's done. Um, she says she now understands that health is something she has already in her life. She's already healthy. And it's not missing from her life as she thought before the dyad. She really had an aha moment of clarity, realizing that she doesn't have to wait for her health to be there. It's already there. All Mm -hmm. she has to do is just like shift just a little bit, just a little bit. I'm just shifting and it's right there. It's like turning that knob. So you turn in the knob from two to three and that's it. And, and this is a cat saying this. Because there, yeah, there, because you have to, you have to no, you have to understand. There are people out there that would that'll say, "Oh, come on, really? That, that this is a cat? Cats? You know, right. they they pee, they poop, they eat, they sleep. That's what they do." Yeah. yeah, and those are people that I'm trying to shift your mind to think about this in a little different way. That's a very closed-minded attitude that will always keep you closed. You will always be going up against the door of it's just an animal. And first off, don't call an animal it for the love of God, not around me. It drives me crazy. But that's another show. Yes, it's on the list, Kevin. <laughs> um, it's, what, what it is is that it is about the fact that if you want to stay that closed, that's fine. Okay, but I'm telling you, you are closing yourself off to some amazing things that can happen between you and animals. If you do not stay open to their amazingness, if you do not understand that this being in front of you is a sentient being, you make that decision, that's absolutely fine. You don't want to shift, that's absolutely fine. You do what you need to do. Do you, boo? Do you. Just do not call me. Don't text me. Don't email me. Don't go to my website. Don't find me on Facebook. Don't find me on Pinterest. Don't find me on Instagram. Because I don't do this. Okay? I don't do... If you're willing to just open your door a little bit, I can work with you. But if you're just totally and completely coming from a place of, well, it's just an animal, 
just have a good life. <laughs> Coriel, my friend Lisa wrote a comment. Uh, Lola story is very inspirational. I am glad I found her page through my cats, Taz and Tigger's page that have both gone to the rainbow bridge and in turn became good friends with Dawn. I'm happy to find out about you, Coriel. I really need to get a session in about the pets I have now since they both have issues going on. Absolutely, Lisa. I'm happy. And one of one of the one of the beautiful things that that has happened to me through my Facebook page and through my blog is that I have made lifelong friends, Lisa being one of them, um, through my cats, through sharing their story, through sharing Lola's story, through writing her book and doing our blog. And Lisa volunteers for an amazing cat sanctuary in New Jersey, Tabby's Place, ah. um, who I you see on my blog all the time. I write about them. you know. And so my writing has enabled me to make really good connections with wonderful rescues and, and sanctuaries and different organizations. And, you know, I'm so happy to have lifelong friends that I've met through Facebook and through my blog and because of my cat. All because of an animal. Mm-hmm. It's expanded life and changed people's lives and inspired people. Mm-hmm. And it's just an animal. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Yeah, Lola inspires me every day. They both do. Lola and Lexi, you know, inspire me every day. Yeah. Um, one thing I've learned from both of them is resilience. Oh, yeah. And the power of forgiveness. We were, Lola and I were featured in a book by Ann Beale, uh, Helpful and Heroic, Helpful and Heroic Felines. Cats Who Change People's Lives. I apologize, Ian. I just really messed up that title. I chopped it. But it's about uh, cats who really change people's lives. And uh, Ian featured Lola and I. And the title of our chapter is Lola, A Dumpster Cat Creates a Writer. I read that. We were featured in Ian's book. I'm very proud of that. That's pretty cool. Do you see yourself writing more? Yeah, I'm trying to come up with an idea for a second book. Um, I'd like to write a children's book. I think it's important to teach children compassion and understanding for homeless animals and to be a responsible pet parent from an early age. So I'm trying to think of a children's book. I might focus on Lexi's story for that. Um, I I have not sure yet. But I know I also like to write another book as well. I'm still working on those ideas. Maybe working on just spitballing. Okay. Maybe working on, um, maybe the next book should be on Lola's healing journey. Mm-hmm. Now, does she still have uh, some symptoms of what what has always been there? That, Or is she is she pretty much over that? And do they know what it was? She had a upper respiratory infection when uh, she was little, um, feline herpes. So, you know, she sneezes from time to time. She'll get a little stuffy, usually when it rains. And uh, the holistic vet said that makes perfect sense, you know, or snows, you know, but um, she's no longer lethargic. She eats, she keeps her weight on, she's energetic. Um, you know, so I wipe her nose every now and then, you know, she sneezes. I say, God bless you. And, you know, she goes on about her day. Has there been any change since the dyad? Yeah. Um, like in my emails to you, a lot of it was difficult for me to put in words because I feel a lot of the changes weren't so visual. Right. They were more intuitive that I picked up and just knowing her and being in tune with both of my cats the way I am. Mm-hmm. So it was more um, an intuitive kind of feeling change since the dyad. But um, she just feels like her energy is lighter. Her energy is brighter. And... Um, when when she does sneeze, it's almost like you look at her and it's almost like you, I get the idea that she's thinking or feeling, 
like a chew. Oh, it's only a little sneeze. It's no big deal. You know, it's like, you know, I'm not, it's just, it's no big deal. It's, it, you know, I'm still healthy. Right. If that makes sense. To you, it that does. Yeah, so it makes sense, but to you, to you, it makes sense. Of course it makes sense. Because it, you're going on, it's like the knowing you were having with the, what vet's right for you and what vet isn't right for you. And um, that's what it's all about is, is that sometimes this stuff is not coming from the, is it the left brain or the right brain? It's not coming from the logical mind. Okay. It, it's more of a feeling, but you, you got to honor that because you're getting that feeling for a reason from your animal. So it's not always easy to put into words. A lot of the times when I do my sessions and a lot of times on the show, I just did it a little while ago in the show where it's like, okay, what, what's a good word to describe this? Because it's more of a feeling. So then I got to find, you know, transcribe the feeling into words. And when it's just really more of a knowing. So I think that's important. I think that's trusting in yourself your natural intuitive abilities and trying to get out of the logical mind with a lot of this stuff is going to help you. But if you're coming from a logical mind all the time, it's it, this stuff doesn't always make sense because it's more of a, just a knowing. So, you know, you're really good at that. You know, you really are. Thank so you. I'm, you know, there's another animal that, um, I've been doing healing work for the last week on on a couple of uh, of my cats, my my VA my VA my VAs cats. Her name is Karen, and Karen's cats Peanut and Jeffrina are amazing. You know, they currently have health issues, but we're working through it. And from the jump, you know, when Peanut was diagnosed with diabetes. He was like, I'm going to heal myself from this. He was on board with this. And he he's working through it. Has he done it yet? Not quite. But I think he's working on it. And Jafrina's got some intestinal stuff. But the, the most important thing is their willingness to let it go and to step into health. They don't ask, how am I going to do that? What's it going to do? What's going to do it? I don't know what's going to do it. Is this working? Isn't it working? I'm not sure if it's working. I think it's kind of working, but I'm not really sure. They just they just give it to me and let's see if it works. If it doesn't work, let's move on. Inspiring. Inspiring. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Conversations with Coriel, and this is a show that we do, normally we do at noon every week, this time it was at 11 o'clock, but we'll return probably till noon next week, and uh, we do this, and we have got a list that is longer than Coriel's arm at this point, those different topics and things that we need to talk about, because uh, uh, every time we have a show, we come up with a new idea of something that needs to be done, something that needs to be talked about. She is just incredible, and uh, she's also a very giving and loving person, and uh, I, for one, appreciate that. And also, Don, uh, I think what you're doing is nothing short of sensational with the, with the cats and with helping people understand a little bit more about what you, you've been through and Lola's been through and you came out the other side and there's hope. Thank you. And Coriel, thank you. We wouldn't be where we are today without you giving both of my girls what you've given them and, and guiding us in the direction that we went in. It's been my pleasure and my honor. So, continues to be a pleasure and an honor. You know, without without your guidance, I never would have found Dr. Barrett's. And without the both of you, I don't know what Lola's life would be. But she's in a good place now. So thank you. You're welcome. So the story ends happily at this point. Yes. That's great. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, so, uh, Don, um, what I'd like to do at the end because we've come to the end of our time together, but is there anything that you would like to tell our audience to in summation of today's show? Um, well, lots of things. Let me try to put it a couple of sentences. Um, animals are amazing and don't define your, your pet 
by their illness. You know, they're not defined by their illness or they're not defined, especially rescued animals and, and you know, rescued animals and animals in shelters. They're not defined by their experience. And, you know, don't define them by that. Define them by the light that shines within them and find, find that light in them. And that's who they are. And, you know, a lot of that I've learned through working with Coriel as well. I mean, through my cats watching Lola just blossom, but they're not defined by their illness. And if you do adopt a pet who is ill or has an illness or becomes ill, you, you really need to be invested as much as they are in their healing. And you need to know that you're in it for the long run. And um, it's all worth it at the end. Amen. Yes. Well said. Coriel, if somebody would like to work with you, how do they go about getting that done? Uh, if you would like to work with me, please go to my website and fill out the uh, contact form for, I have one for people and one for animals. Uh, not that the animals fill out the contact form. It's one for work with people, sexuality, and one for working with animals. Uh, so fill that form out and uh, fill it out fully, please. Because uh, I really need to know all those questions are there for a reason. And then uh, you can do that by going to my website. And the website is my first name. So it's C-O-R-Y-E-L-L-E, Kramer, K-R-A. M K R A M E R dot com. And um, we can then set up a possibility call where we see it, it, the possibility of us working together. If we jive, if you like me, if I like you, because it's a partnership, as Dawn can attest, it is a partnership. We are working together. So I need to know, I need to jive with you just as much as you jive with me. And then we'll, we can see, uh, I'll go more into, you know, my work, more into detail in the call of my work and also my package prices. Awesome. And if you would like to find out more about Coriel's work and other folks that are enlightened species of our planet, you can go to my independence report. We have got Coriel and I have done, gosh, I don't know about 15 episodes now. And uh, in I at least uh I haven't counted them but but uh they are they include uh, um you know <clears throat> sexuality with humans and and what and and also blueprints for animals and and the number one topic which is of course kinky which you've you've but it's 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 part of life so uh go go to my independence report and you can look at um a lot of different stuff i've got over 180 can you imagine 188 episodes um are up now and uh got more coming all the time so uh we'd like to thank you and coriel anything else before we go today um yeah so really and truly if you haven't liked Lola, the Rescue Cats page, please do so on Facebook. Um, support Dawn and her work. And then uh, Lola's website is the same thing, isn't it, Dawn? Lola, the Rescue Lola, the Rescued Cat. Cat.com. Great. Because it she has some really beautiful things to to say and to express and to relay. And plus, you also can find out some really, really cool cat, you know, stuff. So you can really reviews on those. Um, I, I want next week, we're going to be talking about shadows, um, uh, the shadow healing, um, and how important it is. And, um, I think it's going to be really stunning to people because it's, it was stunning to me, uh, about what this work is. So I'm looking forward to it. I want to thank everybody. Lisa, thank you for, for listening in, everybody else who listened in, who supports this show, who is letting me know that they like the show, thank you, thank you, thank you, because that really means a lot to me. So just love to everyone. And as Lisa said, perfect. what Don said was perfectly said. It's a great show. Thank you all for doing this today. And it's just, it's what we do because we love thank to. Thank you, Lisa. You, yep. We love to do it. And, and Lisa, thank you for listening. Everybody else, thank you for hanging around. And uh, we will see you, well, I'll see you um, 
tomorrow at noon um, and every day at noon. So you can, if you got nothing better to do, you can go to my independence report. Uh, yesterday mm-hmm. we had a gal that talked about the tsunami in, uh, in Thailand that uh, killed a quarter of a million people. And, um, the day before that, we talked about the difference between creation and cre- the creator and God. And so we we're doing all kinds of good stuff here. So I hope that you'll pay attention and, uh, and help get rid of hate, division and fear. That is, that is our primary motivation. So having said that, ladies, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Absolutely. You take care. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember... Take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.